This is a Reconstructionist radio production. Please visit calcedon.edu to download or purchase this book. The Philosophy of the Christian Curriculum, Russus J. Rushtuni, Ross House Books, Vallecito, California. Part 5 Chapter 2 Humanism The Established Religion of State Schools Jacques Ellul in The New Demons speaks of humanism as, quote, an ideology that is unquestioningly adopted, end quote, by modern men who are hardly aware that there is any other position. It colours people's perspective and governs their minds as a kind of natural truth and law. Quote, it is the basis for a vision of the world that all accept and for a common language and a norm by which behaviour is judged, end quote, Elul sums up the content of this attitude and faith thus, quote, First of all, man is the measure of all things, end quote. Second, quote, man is autonomous, end quote. Third, quote, man is a rational being, end quote. Fourth, man is free to choose between good and evil, and barring error, ignorance and passions, he will choose the good. Fifth, quote, if evil exists, it is not the fault of man, end quote, but of, quote, institutions, society, education, the economic system, capitalism, the division of society into classes, bureaucracy, end quote, but not man as such. Sixth, whatever is normal is good, and the normal is what the majority of our group accepts, which, quote, means that, in the last analysis, everything can be permitted, end quote, Humanism is not only the current common faith, but, as Kremen admits, a millennial faith. Man will bring in paradise on earth. Dewey, in 1897, wrote, wrote that the teacher is always, quote, the prophet of the true God and the usherer in of the true kingdom of God, end quote. Kremen shares this faith, and his purpose, like Dewey's, is to create the great community. This should not surprise us. We cannot begin to understand the meaning of education and the function of schools if we fail to realise, first, that all education is religious. Paul Tillich defined religion as ultimate concern. Education in an Islamic society is thus different from education in a Christian society. There are different priorities. Each faith has its own basic philosophy of education. An educational philosophy common to all faiths is an impossibility because the ideas of ultimate concern vary from religion to religion. Second, the obvious fact is that all schools are religious establishments. For any civil government to enter into the financing and control of education means to establish a religion thereby. A century ago, the status schools of America were an establishment, as Roman Catholics quickly recognised, of a semi-Unitarian Protestantism. The parochial school movement was the result. At present, the state schools are an establishment of humanism. They teach and propagate a philosophy of life that does more than omit Christianity. It is radically at war with biblical religion. Until we recognise that schools are establishments of religion and that all education is inescapably a religious activity, we cannot come to grips with our cultural crisis. It is necessary, therefore, to recognise that the most central religious exercise of any culture is education. The religious faith of a society comes to focus in its education. Thus, as a Hell Woodruff, 
in giving briefly his philosophy of education, has said, quote, As has been said, creativity is often associated with rebellion, delinquency and social disruption. Studies of creative people tend to support this notion by showing that creativity is associated with preference for change rather than stability, tendency to delay closure rather than to structure ideas, tendency to challenge old structures, tendency to let incoming perceptions dictate their own patterns rather than to force preconceived patterns on them, and so on. Opposed to these tendencies are the overwhelmingly dominant tendencies of most people to maintain structure and to find security in the maintenance of an unchanging environment. This tendency is deep-seated in the facts of human adjustment. It is perfectly natural, then, for most people to resent those who are unstructured and who are responsive to freshness and differentness because they are threats to security. Dependence on external structure for security is a crippling condition. The democratic ideal, people thinking and making decisions, is its antithesis. It stands for a form of security which is derived not from external supports, but from a sense of internal competence. I have seen beautiful examples of this kind of security in people who had lost all fear of change. The democratic ideal can never be attained until we transfer our base of security from external circumstances to confidence in the self. The first condition is a form of slavery. The second represents freedom. End quote. Woodruff is emphatically an existential humanist, opposed not only to Christianity, but also to classical and idealistic forms of humanism. The kind of educational philosophy he represents is dominant today and very successful. By other standards, the schools of today are a failure. By Woodruff's, they are a success. We can regard the student, quote, revolutionaries, end quote, of the 1960s, the sexual revolutionaries and the hippies, as failures, or as examples of freedom and liberation, our philosophy of education will govern our evaluations. Cromaker holds that America's schools not only manifest its religious faith, but that, quote, from the first, education was the American religion, end quote. Garda W. Bowman and Gordon K. Klopf cite the question, quote, should the school system be required to solve all the social problems of our time, end quote. They answer, quote, to those who conducted demonstration training programs during the summer of 1966, the answer appeared to be that the essential criterion of any innovation in education is whether it helps to meet the learning and developmental needs of children and youth. However, they believed that the learning-teaching process can be truly effective only in relation to the totality of the child's social context, not in isolation, end quote. Horace Mann, in 1849, in his, quote, Twelfth Annual Report of the Secretary of the Board of Education, end quote, stated the religious calling of the state schools in words which scripture applies to God, quote, Without money and without price, it throws open its doors and spreads the table of its bounty for all the children of the state. Like the sun it shines, not only upon the good, but upon the evil, that they may become good. And, like the rain, it descends, not only upon the just, but upon the unjust, that their inheritance may depart from them and be known no more. End quote. Third, the function of state schools is thus a religious function. It seeks to promote and further a humanistic faith. 
the Ohio State Board of Education in, quote, a statement of philosophy, end quote, states plainly, quote, The basic purpose of education is to perpetuate and improve the culture in which it exists. In our democracy, the dignity and worth of the individual is of paramount importance, and each individual is expected to participate to the best of his ability. The mission of education in our country, therefore, is to provide for the fullest possible development of the talents and potentialities of our young people in order that they may participate effectively in the cultural, political, social and economic life of our democracy. To accomplish this mission, an adequate programme of education must be provided through our system of schools for all individuals, regardless of race, creed, colour or the economic conditions of the area in which they live. End quote. Culture, as Henry Van Til pointed out, is religion externalised. A people's religion comes to expression in its culture, and Christians can be satisfied with nothing less than a Christian organisation of society. End quote. Similarly, the humanists can be satisfied with nothing less than a humanistic organisation of society. A state finance system of education is thus an establishment of some form of religion. The only escape from this is to establish none. Ohio requires, according to its minimum standards, quote, the Board of Education of each public school district and the corresponding body for each non-tax school shall adopt a written statement of philosophy and purposes for the elementary school or schools under their jurisdiction. Such statement shall have been developed through cooperative staff effort, end quote. The faith of the schools is expressed in its philosophy of education and its curriculum. The basic curriculum of general education is very aptly called the liberal arts curriculum. We forget, through constant and casual use, that this means, literally, the art of being a free man. The Ohio minimum standards consistently stress not the biblical standard of freedom, but an existential humanism. The emphasis is on experience and self-expression. Thus, for language arts, the philosophy statement stresses the importance of the subject for quote, the child's educational growth, social development and future economic success. End quote. Moreover, we are told, quote, Acquisition of language skills is fostered in a climate where children have the freedom and encouragement and stimulation to express their thoughts verbally and in writing and to read widely. End quote. For an existentialist humanist, this is an excellent statement. For a Christian, there is no merit in freedom, expression or communication per se. We are called by God to know, serve and glorify Him. And language arts have this perspective. The original legal statement of the philosophy of education cited reading ability as basic to frustrating the work of Satan, the deluder, and was called the Old Deluder Act. The purpose of education was envisioned as knowing God's truth not self-expression or communication as such. The two philosophies are a world apart. The minimum standards give a philosophy of citizenship which is humanistic to the core. It stresses, quote, learning experiences, end quote, towards fostering a humanistic community. The Christian's concept of community involves a principle of separation in terms of community in Christ and of a foreign and of a mission towards all others. The philosophy of foreign language teaching is again humanism. Quote, 
learning a foreign language at the elementary school level contributes significantly to the development of the pupil's potential talents and interests through broadening concepts of language and increasing the ability to communicate. It helps to create a better appreciation of life in other cultural and linguistic environments, enabling the learner to participate more effectively in a modern democratic society, which maintains extensive political, economic and cultural relationships with peoples of many languages and cultures. End quote. The focus here is again the individual and humanity, the family of man, not the family of God. Recalling again early American schooling, we need to remind ourselves that language teaching then had, at the elementary level, frequent instruction in Hebrew and New Testament Greek in order to further a clearer knowledge of God's word. The purpose of other languages at the academy level was to prepare those going into advanced studies to do their necessary research in the languages of scholarship. The function of such teaching was to arm God's potential servants with the best tools of the trade of scholarship. Such a purpose was pragmatic and theological. The present purpose, as in the minimum standards, is idealistic in terms of the family of man concept and anthropocentric. The philosophy of social studies is particularly revelatory of humanism. Quote, The term social studies designates that portion of the curriculum which deals with man in his relation to his social and physical environments. The social studies are concerned with how man is influenced by his environment, how he uses and modifies his environment to satisfy individual and group needs, how customs and institutions have emerged, how man is attempting to solve current problems and how he draws upon his experience to plan for the future. End quote. The presuppositions here are evolutionary, not creationist. Man is a product of the natural environment. His, quote, customs and institutions have emerged, unquote, from that environment. They were not ordained by God. It is not man's relation to God which is critical to our knowledge, but, quote, his relation to his social and physical environments, end quote, quote, to plan for the future, end quote, man does not think in terms of the revealed word of God, but, quote, he draws upon his experience, end quote, the social sciences are an origin and theory, a humanistic and anti-Christian concept. Their basic thesis is the scientific prediction, planning and control of man and society by man. The social sciences oppose God's predestination with predestination by statist man, the philosophy of mathematics is also humanistic in the minimum standards. The critical question in mathematics today is this. Is mathematics merely human logic, or is there a correlation between mathematical concepts and the factuality of the physical world? The Christian answer is emphatically yes. The humanistic answer of today is no. For the minimum standards, quote, the logical structure, end quote, is, quote, of mathematics, end quote, not of reality. Its view of mathematics is thus relativistic and existential. The same lack of any belief in the reality of structure in the physical universe, a belief basic to Christian faith, because God is the creator, is apparent in the philosophy of science. The purpose of science teaching is not to acquire basic information about the physical universe, but, quote, to acquire basic science information including some fundamental concepts and principles of science, to learn to use the process of study, investigation, exploration and discovery used by scientists, to develop an appreciation of the attitude inherent in the scientific process, 
to apply the skills of inquiry to the solution of problems associated with daily experiences. Real knowledge about the physical universe is never mentioned, only knowledge about, quote, science, end quote. The goal is not knowledge of physical reality, but, quote, the solution of problems associated with daily experiences, end quote. This is a very clear expression of existentialism. It manifests plainly the surrender of the idea of a real world and objective truth, which Gunther Stent in The Coming of the Golden Age, A View of the End of Progress, 1969, feels is contributing to the death of learning. The philosophy statement concerning, quote, health, end quote, not only ignores the biblical view of the body as God's creation, but assumes an evolutionary situation of, quote, changing moral standards and values, end quote. For the Christian, it is not change or new values which is the problem, but simply the old sin. Moreover, quote, successful social and family living, end quote, is dependent upon one's relationship to God for the Christian, not primarily upon physical health and social judgment. To hold that, quote, the health of the child is perhaps the greatest single factor in the development of a well-rounded personality, end quote, is to deny the primacy of faith and regeneration. The philosophy of, quote, physical education, end quote, in the minimum standards is, quote, child-centred, end quote. This is logical humanism, but it is not biblical faith. The philosophy of the, quote, visual arts, end quote, sees their purpose as, quote, discovering and communicating his, man's, own humanity, end quote. The Bible sees their function as God-centered, and quote, for glory and for beauty, end quote, Exodus 28, 40. The gap is between humanism and Christianity, and the one communicates man's glory, the other God's. The same is true for music. The minimum standards see it as, quote, an enriching force in the life of the individual, end quote, the Bible sees music as a means of glorifying God, a man's enrichment in worshipping God. For the, quote, applied arts, end quote, the minimum standards have this to say. Knowledge of today's technological society is essential to the development of the individual. His attitudes and outlook are directly related to his adjustments and responses to that society, end quote. Man is seen as a product of his environment, and his future depends on his, quote, adjustments and responses, end quote, to society. We have throughout the minimum standards a different creator for man. For the Bible, it is the triune God. For the minimum standards, it is society and the state school. For the Bible, man's fall is from faith in God and obedience to his law. For the minimum standards, the fall is from the unity of the human community. For the Bible, salvation is through the atoning work of Jesus Christ received by faith. For the minimum standards, salvation is by humanistic education and social action. The minimum standards, first of all, establish a religious test for all schools, status, parochial, private and independent Christian schools. That religious test is humanism. Second, clearly there is an establishment of religion and it is humanism, a non-theistic religion. Third, The distinction between state and non-state schools is disregarded and implicitly denied. The state legislates for the church and over the Christian and denies him freedom of religion. The state legislates for the church and over the church and denies him the freedom of religion. 
Having said this, we must recognize that the minimum standards give us an intelligent and consistent humanism, missionary-minded and zealous to conquer other realms. The problem is that ostensible Christians are not as consistent as the Ohio State Department of Education and other statist educators. Too often the churchmen halt between two opinions and have the power of neither. The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice, then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ, our King. Subscribe now to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network shows, or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed, where all of the content we produce including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit ReconstructionistRadio.com to volunteer as a narrator or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His Kingdom.